because I had this concept in my mind mm. of why I don't like the AKM anymore that like that much, and about how much it feels like it swings from side to side when you're firing it. Because horizontal mm. recoil is different to vertical recoil in every game, right. and Tarkov has a bit of a weird vertical recoil system. But horizontal recoil, this is a bit of a tangent actually, so I'll try and skip over and be as quick as I can. That's fine. But horizontal recoil, right? So imagine that you had a gun that only fired like once every three seconds. The horizontal recoil would be really noticeable because yeah. every three seconds it fires, and because because of the you know the damage or whatever, it would compensate for that by having more recoil. And that's kind of like what the AKM is, right? So it's like it, there's more time to reset between each round, and so the recoil is is mitigated in some way. But that's kind of more for vertical because vertical resets down, right? Whereas horizontal is different. Horizontal is actually so. Okay, let me let me kind of rephrase that. So vertical recoil is asymmetric in that it always pushes up always whereas horizontal recoil can push either direction yes so you can actually get to and this is why a lot of the guns in tarkov have like really really high horizontal recoils and even things like the vector which to be honest when i use it i'm like that doesn't feel like 200 horizontal this is crazy but it's because it can go this way and then straight back again right because it can go either way and so if you have a gun with like you know one million rpm and you fired the entire like 60 round mag out of it you you would expect that it stays exactly in the same place because the chances are that 500 of the rounds will will horizontal recoil one way and 500 of the rounds will horizontal recoil the other way and the gun actually will just not move at all and so i was like thinking conceptually about this as to why the mp7 feels so stable because Welcome to Scav Talk, an Escape from Tarkov podcast with a focus on the continuing development of the game, patch note analysis, theory crafting, and general gameplay discussions. My name is Church. I do content creation, video editing, and just general live streaming. And I'm Gigabeef, a Tarkov YouTuber, bringing mainly beginner and intermediate guides to help players improve their gameplay, knowledge, and confidence. And welcome everyone to the show. Cool. So uh, let's jump right into the news. <laughs> Let's do it. Have you seen the nerfs to the Bitcoin barter? The Tetris. Yes. Right? Everyone is complaining about this. <laughs> so the nerf being you can only do it a hundred times before he runs out, number one. And then number two, the fact that you now need the green, the green battery, is it? Yeah. I think, I think they just did that today. Yeah. From what it seems. I saw an absolute genius comment though on Twitter, which was like, How can you play the pet the Tetris game without the battery? And I was like, it all makes sense <laughs> now. <laughs> that's genius, actually. <laughs> Wonderful. So so that's good. A pretty, that's pretty good. So so good. I can't even remember who said that, but I was like, yes. My man, that's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of people crying about this um, online. A lot of people crying about it, and I kind of feel for them a bit, but also it literally doesn't affect me at all. I think I'm. I think I've probably had like one Tetris this whole wipe. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's like. It's definitely not a, a major source of my income. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. So maybe people are like finding Tetris all the time, like the guys who run Interchange, because I don't really run Interchange, right. right? So like people who are running Interchange, running the, the tech shops and finding Tetris constantly and then trading them in, then I then yeah, that's that's kind of, I mean it's still there, right? You just have to 
camp the, the trader reset, which is which is a bit rubbish. But that's um, that's the part that bothers me the most. I just I don't like that system. It's just not like it doesn't really provide interesting gameplay mechanics because there's really unless unless people start um bartering or selling their Tetrises and people start buying Tetrises more often. But regardless, I just kind of feel like you just have to sit there and wait and get the timing right, which is like not very, not everyone can do that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, Yeah. that's the part that bugs me the most. I don't like that system. I agree with you. I don't think it's an interesting gameplay mechanic. There's no decisions to be made. It's just like, right. It's just kind of dull. And as a, as a thing, I, you know, you know my feelings on this stuff. Right? I like it when players have decisions to make, and I like people making tough choices, and that's all good. Right. But just like, oh, being there every three hours is just kind of like, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't add anything to the game. It doesn't make the game more challenging. It just makes the game more annoying. Yeah. And so, I I don't really understand like what they've done as well. Like I was just, I was literally just on on Twitter before, and I think they might have made another change to the solar power. I think. Um, I saw that too. Is that seventy five thousand euros now? I think they've just changed it to I, something. Somebody I posted know. up something along those lines, and I did see that. Yeah, it's kind of the same. It's along. The, it's a sort of change along the same vein, right? It's like, oh, we'll stop any of these. You know, the people who are kind of like halfway on the pole that I did. <laughs> and down mm-hmm. we'll just pull the ladder mm-hmm. up and stop any of them from getting any of the good stuff i don't know why you yeah. make that change now you know like the the yeah you've already let it go right there's like so many people who have full bitcoin farm who are like cra- cranking out these these coins you had the fuel right. shortage thing okay that was kind of interesting fair enough and it hurt people who were running the hideout all the time which is kind of okay but now that that's gone away it's just like everyone who had full thing is now making two million rubles still again and Everyone else, it's just like, oh, it's even harder to get the solar power now, and like that's not going to yeah. fix anything. Why, why, why do this? And and now the Tetris change, it's like some people, some people are going to loot that stuff. I mean, they're still going to go there for graphics cards anyway, because they're more, even more expensive, to be honest with you. But I don't know why they keep making changes around the Bitcoin economy when the Bitcoin economy is kind of already bust. Like it's not like mm-hmm. there's nothing. There's nothing ever broken about the economy in, in a, like, as such, right? Like the economy just is what it is, right? But so it depends on what they want out of it, right? If they want people to be able to play like it's creative mode, then um, then it's fine. <laughs> or let's say half the player base to play like it's creative mode, and everybody else to be like peasant here, then then it's fine. But if that's not their intention, then they should do something different rather than fiddling i always wonder like who is the person who's sitting there going right what are we going to do this time okay we're gonna we're gonna make it so it's even harder to craft a solar power i just don't see what it does i really don't i don't see what it does yeah. other than make it harder for people it, who are not there yet to to progress i don't see what it does it feels like a i don't want to say a knee-jerk reaction but i feel like they're just under a lot of pressure because they're like I still, I still constantly see talks on Twitter about removing the flea market, you know, fix the economy, things of this nature. Yeah, I feel like they're they're trying to react to the communities. I don't know. Crying. I think, just, <laughs> I, don't know. I think they should just chill. They should just not worry about it so much. You know, like none of yeah. this is going to make any difference. So it's and like like you're saying, it's only affecting the people that haven't gotten to those points because you're sort of affecting you're not affecting 
the top end, like the one percent, you're affecting everyone below that. I think that's why I really don't like it. I think that's why I really don't like it. Like if you did something that affected the players in the end game, that would kind of be that would sort of be fun, right? Because like the people who have once you get like twenty, thirty plus mil. Because the thing is, like, you, you're basically, I don't know, like, the way I played it, I'm basically bankrupt until I've maxed everything. And then my net worth just goes through the roof, basically. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, right, I've spent every all the money that I need to spend. And now it's just like, to the moon, rocket, 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 right? Um, <laughs> but, like, hurting the hurting the people who are at the start, I just, like, oh, no. Can't like make yeah. all, make like half our graphics cards blow up or something. I don't know. Like I'd I'd rather that than then make it harder for people who are lower down the curve. I really don't see how that's good for anyone. Like completely not affecting people who thing is right, and this is why I don't mind. I don't mind if they hurt experienced players and players with a lot of money because we know how to make the game work. If things change, we we mm. can dynamically change what we're doing to make like we'll we'll figure it out. Right, we'll make something work. Because yeah, because we, we're experienced, we've played multiple wipes, we know what to do. Whereas the new players, you know, sometimes if you take away, maybe someone's you know, the only lifeline is finding these Tetrises and bartering them. I don't know, and you take that away, and then they don't want to play anymore. I don't, I don't see, I don't see what it does other than annoy people who, as as not necessarily as into the game. It doesn't make things more clever. It doesn't make things smarter. It doesn't make the game more interesting. Um, it just makes it more grindy. And I, I think it's yeah. just got to be a temporary solution. I mean, ultimately, to your point, I think it's just really hard to target. It's, I dare even say impossible to target a specific uh, type of player in, in the player base. You know, like, because if, if, if you nerf like the top end, everyone is still on track to that so eventually they're gonna they're still getting nerfed you know what i mean and so the way they did it sort of is they didn't nerf the top end they nerfed like everyone getting there so ultimately it's going to affect everyone one way or another sort i think of. it's really hard to target the top end players because eventually everyone's going to reach that point that's true that's true but like specific so i don't i don't mind and that's fine right that's okay so i don't mind things mm-hmm. like halving the amount of big that bitcoin is worth make it 0.1 rather than 0.2 making it take longer to generate bitcoins out of the out of the bitcoin farm you know making graphics cards degrade like all of that kind of stuff that's fine mm-hmm. like gatekeeping the solar power is like awful because there's so many people who already have done that and making it prohibitively expensive right. as well because that's like proper pull up the ladder right that's not just like oh we're gonna ch- we're gonna change the ongoing costs of of this stuff so that it's not quite as profitable that's okay saying it- loads of people did this thing ages ago for three mil you have to pay 15 because you took longer that sucks yeah in my opinion. it's almost like you got rewarded for doing it sooner. Yeah, and they always say, right, it's not a rush. You shouldn't rush through Tarkov, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> if you don't, they change stuff. And they did this last time, right, the thick items case and all sorts of things. They need to stop, like, messing around with those things because it doesn't matter. It doesn't make the game any different. Like, there's no... There's no they're not doing anything they, by doing this stuff. Like, what's what's it going to change? Like, is it actually going to change anything in the gameplay? Like, some people are going to have a little bit less money at the lower end like i don't know what that does it doesn't it doesn't do anything positive for the game in my opinion it seems like something that that should be done at the start of a wipe yeah for fair and 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 like the umbrella of fairness yeah right and even then you could argue that it would be better testing purposes exactly and the thing is that i assume 
they're just under so much pressure. That's my only assumption. I guess so. And then they're and then they're making decisions that just don't really seem to make any sense. Like as I said, the fuel thing I thought was great, right? You need to test that midwipe, and and that was that was a, a wonderful test. We saw exactly what happened. A lot of people whined about that, and I didn't care. I was saying, well, look, I don't care about these people whining because it's a wonderful test. That's fine. But to just like we already know what's going to happen if you make the solar power more expensive, it means less people will then go and buy it. That's all it does. Like what? That's not a test of anything. It's just like they're trying to like. Fit. This is the thing, right? Like I, I like them trying things but trying to make the game in its current state like more balanced by making it kind of more like release style patches. I just don't, I just don't think there's any point in doing them. Anyway, we probably labored the point a bit too much, but I just, I think that kind of change is, um, I just think it's unnecessary. I think yeah. It's unnecessary. I mean, I, I agree with the sentiment. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would even say that the, a bit of a devil advocate here. I would even say that the um, the fuel shortage crisis was a bit of a reaction to a way to control the the Bitcoin madness. Because yeah. I mean, ultimately, it ended up being a similar system where you had to camp the traders. True, you know? true. No, that's very true. That's a that's a very good point, and I don't like that system really either. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it, it it could be, you know, it could have been a test. In, in all honesty, but that's just my skeptical conspiracy theory. <laughs> I think it was kind of a um, a useful a coincidence. Yeah, I think they were saying, right, we need to, we want to test like dynamic economy events. I can see that. Let's test yeah. this one because it also fixes this problem, or at least you know goes some way to addressing mm-hmm. this issue. So, I think I think that's probably the way it went because they did actually say afterwards, you know, we're testing this as a dynamic economy event and that kind of stuff. And I, I think that's fine. I think I think I think that's okay. Yeah, it encourages people to camp traders, and that's just that's just not very um, sensible gameplay. Like I I said, I think you should be able to put like a pre order in. You have to go in the queue because then every, then it would be fair, and you could only queue for one item at a time. You know, it'd be like trying Are to gonna put, a, put in raffles on on the, yeah. <laughs> enter a chance to possibly have the opportunity to buy a graphics card it's a raffle yeah yeah um but yeah you know what i mean right it'd be like half you know maybe you only get maybe it's only like every half a day or something the reset for certain items like that but you you get a chance to just put your your name down for it yeah i don't know i just i just really don't like that system man a system and here's the other issue is like People suggest that we should just have player limits. And then at that point, it's like, why even have limits in general? Like, why why even spend money on the ammo? Why not just give me the ammo? You know what I mean? Because it doesn't really change anything. It just removes the annoyance of the global limits. But like, every, you know, every because if you had player limits, every reset, you would just buy your ammo. You know, like you never have to like. It's I feel like it wouldn't really change the status quo. It just be really less annoying kind of moving towards that direction where it's just like let me click one button and gear up and and go you know i think people who are talking about removing global limits and then adding in a low player limit kind of okay goes some way to towards that so you do have to buy maybe a few rounds of of ammunition before you can uh well, you can run like some loadouts, but it still is, you know, having to wait and come back and buy multiple times and that kind of thing. I'm not sure if that's really any better, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't that's know how, much how I feel. That is. Yeah, I just, I just feel like it's not 
it's still not really addressing the the core issue. No. But, um, but I mean, it's, uh, addressing the core issue for me means all sorts of radical things, which are yeah. just, like, unpalatable. So that's the that's the problem because I don't really like I you know the trade the trade is a real problem. So mm-hmm. fundamentally, the whole the whole trader situation is an issue. Um, is there anything else you wanted to speak about news wise or on on the uh, updates or, or economy stuff? Because I was just gonna I was gonna make a complete break away. So speak up. Now um, for one last quick piece. thing: <laughs> Xfil and Ghost said something along the lines that. They they're still kind of like he he's curious as to why they're still holding on to this um, idea of having the Bitcoin tied to an outside economy like the real world economy. Mm. Um, and I wonder if they're going to change that for balance reasons. I feel like they could have their own parameters and have it fluctuate, but not like actually tied to the real world, but just have like this simulated virtual bitcoin fluctuation thing but yeah i don't know because i feel like that's kind of the issue is not it's not the tetris yeah you know it's not the farm it's the bitcoin it's exactly. the price of bitcoin but. i think it's a it was a really cool idea it was awesome they did it they yeah. also had the weather tied to like saint petersburg for ages and they got rid of that because predictably mm-hmm. when it rained for like a week solid everyone got annoyed <laughs> right and I know they did that again recently, but it's the same thing, right? It's a super cool idea having the Bitcoin connected to the real world price, but it doesn't add anything to the game to have it like that because yeah, it adds some like randomness and some variability. Well, that was kind of the idea, I think. But what it's ended yeah. up doing is you've just like, the game has been balanced around Bitcoin at like, you know, 10,000 or something. And then it's just like, gone rampantly higher and then stayed there which was not really what they had in mind i don't think and so now the economy is just you know very strange around fifty thousand, sixty thousand bitcoin where you have this huge divide between players who have it and those that don't so i don't know i yeah i think that they should get rid of it for balance reasons i think they should put it back to being like 150k a coin or something 170k a coin Something around that. It, things seemed to work quite well when that was the case. You know, the, the farm made sense. It made money. It was not, an, you know, it was it was a no-brainer to do it, but it was not necessarily a no-brainer. Like, graphics cards weren't that much either. They, I think they got up to, like, 650, I think, at the end of last wipe. And that was, like, before they changed the Bitcoin value to Therapist was the most because then they went down to like 450 i think after the Mm -hmm. bitcoin value changed um and so yeah i think that i think they should just get rid of it to be honest i think is i love i love the idea i think it's great i can see why they did it super fun but i don't think it works and i think they need more a bit more control over the over the economy yeah unfortunately because i think it's it was such a neat idea (laughs) yeah we'll see how it plays out exactly exactly um, yeah, so I was going to quickly do a, a little a little chat on the old Punisher Tawny situation, yeah, yeah. which is which is bittersweet for me. Um, so I think last time when I was on, I'd done one trial and I got nineteen, um, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I was like pleased with because it was kind of at the upper end of what I thought I was going to get. And I did two more on stream, and I got. 29 on the first one and then 25 on the second one and then i tried to do one more offline 
um because i wanted to try to get 30 i was so desperate I was yeah. like because i was super super happy with 29 but i was like i got yeah. killed in a couple of them i was like i definitely could have done better and i tried one more time and got 29 again offline and i was like okay, i've run out of time because like for me trying to like get an actual hour block where i can just sit there and play non-stop no interruptions like full full focus is quite difficult mm-hmm. and then for some reason i decided oh i'm gonna just like i'll upload my my final video i should have just taken the twitch fod to be honest and time stamped it but i didn't i didn't read the instructions properly and then i went to do it in the morning filling out the form and uploaded my vod and like typed it all in and put it in the form and everything and i clicked for uh, submit and it mm-hmm. said uh this is now closed no and i was late for by 10 minutes to enter with my with my score now i don't wow. think i don't think i would have got in with 29 anyway but they said they were going to take into other things into account so who knows but you know i was actually very very sad in the week yeah. when uh when i didn't make that because it was literally the form was open and i filled it out and it was closed by the time i pressed submit which was really annoying because it's that like sucks. it says oh you have to have like three clips and just in case you get in everything has to be ready already so you you have to have three clips for like the promo and all this stuff so everyone everyone had to yeah. submit that right up front and so after like messing around doing all of that um it was uh it was it was done unfortunately but that being said I was super happy with 29, honestly. I think like going from thinking I was going to get like 15, 16 or something. 16 was my prediction. Mm-hmm. Getting And then getting 19 and then doing the factory video and then getting 29 afterwards. I was like, okay, this like this sort of this like vindicates how I'm feeling about like the way that I've taken my game recently, which has been really yeah. quite nice. And I think like now I'm ready to move on to doing some other stuff. I feel like, you know, Obviously, I'm not the, the best factory player in the entire world, but for me, I've like upped my game so much doing this that I'm I'm happy to now move on to something else. And I think I'm going to incorporate it. Someone had a good idea on the stream actually, which was uh, in chat the other day, and they were saying, "Oh, so the, there's um, some guy. I think a British upper. He he goes on and he plays like a certain amount of factory beforehand, and then he goes on and does his other stuff. And I think I might take a little bit of that. It'd be like you know." three raids or or five or like five pmc kills or something like that like before we do anything and then and then we begin just to kind of like get your eye in you know and just like keep that that sort of mentality because it's, it's it's good it's been good um so yeah a bit bittersweet for me but ultimately i think a, a, a victory for learning education getting better improvement that kind of thing which is really all that matters so 29 is really good like really good i was okay, pleased I, I, was, yeah, I was pleased i, mean, I was pleased with 29 i was pleased I feel like I would have a really hard time getting 29, you know, and I consider myself like an average player, you know? <laughs> so that's really awesome, dude. Really proud of you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So with that, I think we kind of had both, we both had sort of like similar ish, but it's like separate topics to speak about. I think like you wanted to talk about the MCX, which I'm actually interested to hear you speak about because <laughs> I've not used the MCX at all. I've looked at it very slightly. I saw it had a bunch of recoil on it and the rounds looked very similar to M855A1. So I just kind of parked it for the time being. Yeah. Um, and I did see your video and I did see some of the stuff that you, you, oh, you did about it. So um, I'm, I'm intrigued as to your, like, your, your lowdown. Yeah, I figured we could, you know, do a little segment like hipster gun builds, you know what I'm saying? Shout <laughs> out to all my hipsters. <laughs> my friends give me so much flack for hipster stuff, but um yeah dude the mcx so it's like it's super interesting because when it first came out it has a bit of a trouble trouble history you know it had like a lot of recoil yeah and it also had a bug where when you had the suppressor on it 
it would have like a muzzle flash effect, kind of like how you shoot an AK without a suppressor or whatever, which I'm personally like really sensitive to. Like, mm. I, I, I don't like jailbreaks. I don't like any of the like I even like try to stray away from like more recently I strayed away from like the. um, What are those called? The ones that goes on the SA-58, the blast mitigating oh, device. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. I even like strayed away from those. Um, so just on a whim, I was like, let me try the MCX again. You know, it's been like three months. And I noticed that they fixed the muzzle flash. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And so I kind of like started like diving deep into like, you know, looking at some of the ammo again and some of the um, buffs they did. Like I, they nerfed the... Remember they nerfed the vertical recoil patch, like the camera recoil, I should say. Yes, on, on everything. Um, yes, and the MCX was affected on that. I'd, I want to say it was like a mediocre, like twenty percent reduction, but I might that might just be pulled out of my hat. But um, they nerfed like the base recoil, or I'm sorry, they buffed the base recoil on it. Okay, by like ten points. Um, and then they fixed the muzzle flash, right? So I was like, interesting. And I started diving into like the ballistics of it all um, with the AP rounds. Because the, the you know, AP rounds are pretty much the only thing you can use. Mm-hmm. Um, and much like you said, when I first saw the gun, I was like, okay, this is just a crappy, for all intents and purposes, a crappy M4 with M855A1s. Yep. But I learned something new. Apparently... In Tarkov Ballistics World, <laughs> penetration, the higher the penetration, the less damage will get reduced, right? Which is kind of like weird, because I didn't know about that. Yeah. So essentially, when you penetrate something, the bullet loses a percentage of its damage. And on average, it's like 20%. But But the caveat is, the higher the pin, um, the less damage, the relationship there is like less damage will be reduced. Yep. So what's interesting is I pulled up the Battle Buddy app and there's like a, a mode where you can run a simulation on there. You know, you can set up two, two targets. You can have them shoot like the head only, the thorax only, the upper body, which is like just like an RNG area. So I was like thorax, thorax. Yeah. I put the... M855A1, the M4, the MCX with the AP rounds, and the other guy, I was like, all right, shoot each other on the thorax with the class 4, class 5, class 6. And pretty much the MCX came out on top time to kill wise by like uh, one millisecond or it was like one bullet less, Yeah, I should yeah. say. Which was interesting because I was always under the impression that M855A1 was a two-hit kill on the thorax to a class 4 target. But it's not. Alas, it is not because of the damage mitigation. Yes, because it's just in that sweet spot. Because I think it's like, what is it? 43 damage? 45 damage? Let me put it up because I, I have it to hand at all times. Uh, 55A1 is 45 damage. Yes. So if you just do like, as a general rule, you just take 20% damage off. It's not a two hit kill. It's a three hit kill. And I could see it in the simulation. I was like, whoa, this is interesting interesting because the the M- MCX rounds, the 300 blackout, it has 55 damage and it has like 44 pin, I want to say. Yeah, so it has one more pin. Like just one more and pin. 10 more damage. Yes. 
Yeah. So I was like, whoa, hold on. There's actually there's actually like a place in the meta for this gun, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Because removing 20% off of the 55 damage round takes off 11, which means it then deals 44, which means Mm. you shoot them twice and you deal 88, which kills, right? Mm. And even if it's like, let's say it's not even 20%, let's say you lose 10%, that's like 41 damage. The two hits would be 82 damage. Which is still not enough. Still not enough to kill. Yeah. So it's like that damage threshold is in that really weird spot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think the round is, is actually pretty good. Um, especially, like, even though it only has, like, a couple more points of pin, it... It goes when you're talking like class five armor, M855A1 versus you know blackout AP. Uh, I think it's like ten percent chance to pin on the first shot on like a fully brand new class five like a Karund. Yeah. Whereas the blackout is like a thirty three percent chance. So it's like a little bit better. Yeah. So the, it, this is super a, this interesting. Is, this is what's really interesting about the ballistics, and it's it's about. Um, it's about breakpoints, is, is the way that I like to mm. think about it, because penetration is kind of uh, actually not not even right. Neither of the two quantities are continuous in a mathematical sense, because your armor step changes from four to five to six, and your pen goes from forty two to forty three to forty four. Like ra- like rounds don't have a, a decimal number of penetration, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and and because of this. There's a sense of, there's a sensitivity around certain penetrations with certain armors that mm. you know going from zero pen to one pen doesn't make any difference. And against level five, going from twenty five pen to twenty six pen also doesn't make any difference. But likewise, yes. going from ninety nine pen to hundred pen also doesn't make any difference, right? Because one's zero to zero point oh 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 one percent, and one's ninety nine point nine nine to ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance, right? So either side, it makes no yes. difference. Now, now there's a there's a curve in the middle that connects these two lines together, right? And right. it's this it's this gradient that matters you can see the mathematician in me coming out here but it's this it's this gradient that matters in the center and the steeper yeah. the line the more sensitive that the round is to penetration changes within this area within this particular band and so it's for it's for a range of rounds against a certain specific armor class because the armor classes are so wide wide apart and you d- you could basically like you could probably pinpoint in that on that sort of penetration line where that sweet spot is with the, where you've got the maximum kind of um, what's, what do I want to call it? Like the, the maximum change in pen chance for a one penetration unit change, if you know what I mean. So if you went from like 43 to 44, that might give you the biggest penetration difference. Like you're saying, right, you go from M855A1, which is 43, and that gives you like 12% or 10% or whatever it is. And you go to 44, and that gives you like 30% because you're right in that sweet spot. Mm -hmm. And it's this is like one thing that, because I really like pushing M855A1, and that's normally because, like this is one thing that people kind of catch me out about with ammo, is that I normally like slag off 762BP and then really push 55a1 and usually Mm. for me it's because of the costings thing right it's about like what they do and what guns they go in rather than like the two rounds compared to each other you'd probably rather have bp but it's 
it's because of like the, the weapons they go in and the rate of fire and the, actually the, exactly. the, the cost of the, yeah. of the rounds. But MA55A1, like, as a bullet against level five, it's not actually very good. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not actually that it's great. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right, but it's not that good. And if you're, you know, as we're saying here, it's a three hit kill, even if you pen every time, and you've only got a 12% pen chance from off the bat right that's going to take mm-hmm. that actually takes a lot of shots it takes a lot of shots to kill someone with level five with um with a 55 a1 now obviously we're kind of ignoring the fact that one of the reasons why the high rate of fire guns are really really good is the faster the rate of fire is the more likely you are to hit somebody in the right. head right and so that's, that's yes. why it's not always just about thorax discussions you know it's having a really yeah. slow rate of fire gun like the the akm is actually counterproductive compared to having something like um the mp7 which um, I guess I'll, I'll probably touch on the MP7 a bit later when, once we've moved off this topic because that's like what I've, what I've been looking at this week and it's, uh, it's a- it absolutely rips. But um, like you're you're much more likely to spray a, a load and hit someone in the head with 950 RPM than you are with 600. Yeah, even if the absolutely. bullet is is really good um, in BP, which it is. You know, BP as a bullet is, is you know, there's no doubt about it. It's decent, and that one we kind of everyone knows. This one really is like one of the statistics that everybody knows um, being banded around. The 47 pen of BP pretty much has a 50 percent chance to penetrate level five. Right? I think it's 55. I think it's actually very slightly higher. So that shows you the the extraordinary sensitivity. Like every 55 in one is only 43, and BP is 47, and your MCX round is 44, and they all have right. wildly different first shot pen chances, which is uh, yeah i agree it is very interesting it's very very interesting and it's something that should definitely be uh be kept in mind when when picking this stuff and yeah i i thought this exactly the same thing as you with the uh with the blackout rounds but with the the 20 percent mitigation which is something that i know it's, it's very easy to forget um you know the two shot to the thorax without using bp is actually really quite something i think what is the fire rate of the M6? Do you know? Same as the M4, 800. Eight, okay, so like... Which is why I like it, because it's almost like a baby, like just a little bit worse than a 7.62 BP round, but with the rate of fire of M4. So it's got like this nice yeah. little sweet spot. You know, it's like the best of both worlds. Because this is one thing, like, again, about like about breakpoints, about what matters, you know, mm-hmm. being able to... Like what ultimate what ultimately matters is not really like the damage or the pen or anything, right? Those are just kind of like variables that go into the equation of whether you will two shot someone or three shot somebody. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of what actually matters, right? And that's one thing that I've never liked that much about BP is it like it has enough damage to two shot, but it doesn't have enough to to one shot, and so that kind of that extra damage is like wasted. Do you know what I mean? Like it yeah, has 58 rather mean. than 55. It's kind of like not necessary. Right. Like it would two shot with less damage. Um, but it has other things like the recoil that kind of, and it doesn't like, it doesn't want, it doesn't one shot a lot of limbs either. I don't know. There's like, there's some yeah, awkward stuff no, about I, BP that um, I'm not, I'm not that. I'm with you on about. that. Yeah. And so that's the thing about these, this breakpoints situation is that it's kind of like what matters is like, do you meet that threshold or not? And like, mm-hmm whether you go through it and you're right underneath the next one or whether you only just go above the previous threshold, that's that's all that really matters is with, which band you end up hitting um, as opposed to kind of like where you are in that band a lot of the time, which is which is why I guess it's, I know it's, it's quite it's quite important i think but yeah i think that's i think that's super super cool um the fact that the blackout actually has a good chance of like two shotting people and it has that materially increased 
penetration chance against level five, which a lot of people, like not that many people running level six, but a lot of people running level five. And then if you've got that fire rate too, man, it might be, you know, might be the weapon. Um, so what recoil can you get it down to the MCX? Um, I think you get it like 56, 57. I run about okay. 58 because you put the, uh, the hair arms that, you know, rounded grip thing. Yeah. But <laughs> it, the recoil is, so it's not like, it's, it's not it's like a budget. It's not M4. like a med. Yes. That's yeah. where I, that's what, how I kind of put it in my head. I'm like, you could build a budget M4 you could build an mcx you know? yeah because like the budget m4s that i make tend to sit in like you know when i'm like really like economizing like min maxing they tend to sit in like mm-hmm. the 49 to like 55 recoil range so that sounds mm. it sounds kind of similar this one's more in the 60s like honestly the gun you just need the suppressor mm. like i ran it with just the suppressor and it's fine because you buy it from the mechanic or the skier it comes with everything you need you just slap the suppressor over top the, the muzzle brake and it's at 60 recoil. Like my meta one has two less recoil or something. Like okay, it's not, so, uh, fine. Maybe it's 65. I think it's actually 65. But it, I don't know. Something about it just, it just feels great. I'm, I'm in love with it. <laughs> I mean, the, the, uh, the rounds are subsonic too, right? I think. Or are they not? I, th- they I thought the blackout was subsonic. Not. Yeah, they don't seem to be on the arrow chart. I thought it was supposed to be. I thought 300 blackout was supposed to be a subsonic caliber, but yeah, I don't really know how that not, works. According to this, but. But never mind. And also, okay, something that I've only just noticed. Um, it says, yeah, they are subsonic. Okay. I thought they I thought they were supposed to be. It doesn't say they're on the ammo chart. They, it's supposed to say a little S next to them. Maybe it's just not been updated. I don't know. But normally it's like pretty on, on point, the ammo chart. But um, mm-hmm. fragmentation chance is 30%. Which is, it's in, the I think the M8551 is actually 38% chance. So there is a bit of a trade-off. Four, apparently. Oh, okay, okay. But that's um, I don't know. When, I, I, yeah, I guess that when is I ran the simulations, it, mm. it just like every time it, it was like just that slight edge over M eight five five A one. Does the simulations have fragmentation in it? This is one one. I don't know. That's about, where like, yeah. yeah. How 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 far can I take Veritas's battle buddy up? Exactly, so, and I'm so sure far. I'm sure he's thought about almost everything. But like it's yeah, it's, for sure. It's, it's it's difficult. I would like to know more about the calculations that he's making in the background. I really would, because there's one element, then this is kind of what I wanted to talk about in terms of the ballistic side, which is only really one smaller point. But it's about once you have shot somebody in their armor, how much damage does the armor take? Because that number or that calculation is bandied around kind of here and there, no food touches on it. And he says, it's basically the damage of the round, the armor damage penetration percentage and then it depends upon like the the armor itself and and the and the pen of the round, which is kind of what we alluded to before, right? Which is about the the damage mm-hmm. mitigation type thing. It also has an effect on how much damage the armor takes. But nowhere, nowhere that I can find does it say how much that is. Whether there's any kind of you know formula for it, I I think like I need to do some testing. Basically, I, if I ever get time to do it, I would love to do some testing to just see how much damage these armors are actually taking when shot. Because my gut instinct would say that armor that is kind of rated on par with a particular round, so say you shoot, I don't know, let's pick an example, you probably shoot level four with 
m856a1 or something Mm -hmm. and those like the round is like matched to the the arm or maybe even bp versus level five something that's like a 50 percent like how much damage does it take and my gut instinct would be that the armor takes the round damage multiplied by the armor damage percentage as is with no modifier and as you get to higher penetrations i don't actually know which way around that would be to be honest with you because i know that when a round pens, it deals less damage to the armor because it deals more damage to you. And when an uh, when a round doesn't pen, it deals more damage to the armor because the armor's absorbed that that round. And so, right. and then you also have the the bullet's armor destructibility stat, which plays a role. Well, the the um, the the bullet's armor destructibility thing is that armor damage percentage, which is a percentage of the base damage. Okay, I got you. So okay, that's, like, you. that's like a modifier for the I see. flesh damage for when it hits a piece of armor. But there's a modifier for the pen versus the, the armor class. And I don't know, I just, I can't find that anywhere. Like, no food says it on his thing, but he doesn't go into any numbers. And yeah. I would, I would love to know that because I can actually, imagine the equations just like a long string of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, have you seen the formula for the hideout, uh, the the flea market fee? It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and that's one thing actually that about your your video that I was just like, oh god damn it! Like, I'm I'm gonna have to like somehow like emulate an iPhone or something because like on Android you don't get the battle simulator, and you also you told me that and I was like really yeah I like all that. all you can do on Android is you can pick an armor and you can pick a round and it'll tell you the, the penetration percentage chance and you can slide yeah. the durability yeah and it'll I, tell you yeah. the pen chance but you can actually do like an armor test I think in Battle Buddy iPhone where you say shot one shot two shot three and watch the armor percentage yeah. go down but I'm unable to do that I have to manually slide the thing and there's no there's no test feature for it yeah which kind of sucks so. Maybe maybe I'll just have to chat with you about it. We'll just have to look through some of them and see what calculations are being made. Yeah. I'm sure Veritas has thought about all this. I could record it and send it to you too. Yeah, because something like I'm just intrigued to see kind of something like, you know, yeah, 55A1 versus level five versus level four. So what, what's the armor damage? And the thing is, it depends yeah. on the pen chance too, right? Because it's like if it pens, it does a different amount of armor um, armor damage to if it doesn't pen. So there's lots of there's lots of things to to take into account, but that's the one that's actually like the the one piece of the ballistics puzzle that I don't know what the answer is, and it's so hard to guess, right? Because then you know when you're talking to people about effective durabilities of armor and all this kind of thing, it's just like, well, how much damage are they actually going to take? Like, how much will a Karun save you if you get hit it with BP? Sense. Is it is it completely busted, or is it like right? You know, does is there some kind of uh, you know other does it take more damage than what it would say? Like, can I just multiply fifty eight? By the armor damage percentage, which is sixty-three, and then compare that to the effective durability, and that's what it's going to end up on. Is that like how does that work? But then how does it like what's the multiplier when it absorbs versus when it goes through? Like, is this when it goes through or when it absorbs? Like, I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff, and it's really important. I actually think it's super important, um, yeah. but you can't find it out unless you go and test it yourself. And a, I don't have time, and and um, we have to get uh, B, I Boxy don't have an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It sounds like something that would be perfect for for him to have a look at honestly yeah um because he's good at doing this kind of stuff and good at doing the tests i really am envious for people who are able to just like go and do a few hours of testing honestly oh man i'd love to do, do some of that so one day one day yeah so mcx good gun maybe i'll try it maybe i'll try How about it. that mp7 though so 
Yeah, if you're ready to move on to the MP7. Oh, I'm ready. I've been running this bad boy for the Punisher. Um, yeah. And it was actually partly because somebody, you know, sometimes there's like, there's so, there's so many things in Tarkov and so many weapons and so many guns and so many things you could do and maps and items and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of just like sometimes need a nudge from someone to remind you that something exists. And I've liked the MP7 before. And somebody in one of the comments from actually even older videos, the um, the M4 modding video that, that I did a while back, like a couple of weeks ago, I said, it was a while back, it's probably only a month ago. And somebody commented on that and said, why go to all the trouble of doing this when you can just run the MP7 instead and it's like literally half the price, even of your cheap one. And I was kind of like, mm, MP7 is <laughs> really good. Let's go and have another look at this thing. And basically, I ended up running it for like, you know, th- two weeks nonstop, like only that. I haven't run any other gun for probably like 10 hours worth of gameplay, <laughs> which is pretty insane. Because what yeah. I wanted to do, right, is that it also lended itself well to doing what I was up to, which is like running four sets of the Punisher, which is not, you know, it's not to be taken lightly when you do one of those runs because you have to have all your kits laid out. You have to be ready to die six, seven times, mm. right? And it's probably not a very good run, but you just, you know, you have to keep going anyway because sometimes the death can be really quick, which means you can get back into another raid. So I had like, I've actually spent a lot of money trying to do the Punisher runs um, because they are different where you don't loot anything. Like you're not really playing the way you'd normally would. You don't loot any any bodies whatsoever. Yeah, you're um, trying to min-max. You're trying to min-max and you're like literally just, you know, Wing around the map into people, and sometimes you get caught out because of that, and you have to push situations that you wouldn't otherwise, which is great for you know development of your own player. But um, I think I spent probably fifteen mil, I think, on kits, just because you make wow. you make literally nothing, right? Yeah, you make literally just nothing. So so you just burn rubles. So any every time you die, you lose like how, you know your kits worth, and surviving just means that you make you know you make you actually lose a bit of money because you have to bring more ammo and grenade stims. Um, but you lose a little bit, maybe like 50 grand or something. So yeah. every rage you're losing money and um, you have to kind of have the economy support that, which like fortunately because of all the Bitcoin stuff previously, I know I'm saving them up now because I'm I'm dumb, but um, <laughs> I just think it's fun. But uh, because of the Bitcoins before that, it meant that I could just run as many kits like that as I wanted. And so basically in the week, I've just kind of been buying slicks and um, lining them up and and then like... You've been doing the barter? Yeah, doing the barter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doing the barter. Okay. So I'm doing the barter, <laughs> lining them up with like a Triton rig with all the stuff in it, that kind of thing, and like yeah. and, and like and, and doing that. So I've probably gone through like I would say like twenty kits or or so, twenty five kits in total. Maybe maybe like twenty five kits, I think. So it you know, it gets kind of expensive. But the MP seven is is honestly amazing. I, I really think it's super, super good. And really I'm good. gonna release a video tomorrow on it. Um kind of saying all of this of what i'm about to say anyway but just in a bit more detail but it it's 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 insane and i didn't even run the one with the suppressor most of the time to be honest with you like it's not really necessary like the gun costs 50 grand the magazine the suppressor. like suppressor the suppressor's like yeah the suppressor's like more than a weapon like it's insane yeah. the suppressor's like it is ridiculous it's ridiculous and it helps a little bit right but the, the base recoil of this thing it's about like 55 as base but then the suppressor takes it like to 40 something, like 47. Because the, for the same reason, 
the recoil thing that I was talking about before, because if you strip off the stock, the stock actually doesn't really do anything on the MP7. It's kind of rubbish. Oh, really? And so it's got like 60 recoil as base. So when you try and add a suppressor, even if it's got like, you know, 10% recoil reduction, because the base is already 60 and it takes six off. Right, because uh, of the whole recoil system thing that we yeah. spoke about previously, and I made a, another video on at, at one point about that, because you know the M4 or something starts with like 170 recoil because it has no stock, and then the stock has loads of recoil reduction on it. You put that on it, and it makes it a lot better, which right. also makes the suppressors better because it all, always compares it back to the base. Because the base on the MP7 is so low, it doesn't really matter what you add; it's mm. never going to make it that much better. It doesn't make it better either. Right. It just means it starts off kind of good, and a budget version is just a 50k one off the market, and a, a a meta version is an, an A2 with a suppressor on it and a vertical foregrip. But if you add the RK2, it removes yeah. like two recoil or something. Yeah. Even though it's like 5%. Very it's, minimal. It's super, yeah. super minimal. It's like, it's not even any points. You may as well run like the shift or something just so that you have like yeah, crazy ergo sure. um, because it just makes no difference on recoil. But the thing has like 75 ergo anyway. So it hardly makes any difference. It hardly makes any difference. So I basically ran yeah. mine with... Um, a 40 round mag in the gun and some 30s outside and a red dot. And that was it. That's all I did. And um, and the beauty is that you can get like the, the 40 round mags for it, which is which is fantastic. At 900 RPM, or 950 RPM, you kind of need the 40 rounders, um, I think. Well, to be honest, 30s are okay. 30s are actually okay as well, but I think the 40s are nice. How um, much are the 30s? The 30s are, are they like seven. Yeah, they're like six okay. or seven thousand. And then the, and the, the 40s are like 40s... 12, 13. Yeah, okay. So the 40s are like twice the price. Um, it's, they're not they're not that much, given that the gun is so cheap. So you could you yeah. could bring like four 40 rounders and the weapon and a red dot, and it would cost you 100 k And then on top of that, the ammo is awesome. Right. And this yes. is the thing that I really like about the MP7. This is what this is what has kind of like maybe fall back in love with the gun is that it's not a budget budget gun, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, it can be run cheaply. Sure. You but it's not it, like sure. it's not it's not like hyper budget, like RFB, you know, hunter right. rat style. Yeah. Like, it's not really a rat weapon. It's not really long range. But what it what it is and what it's amazing at is like that kind of intermediate sort of cheap weapon that performs pretty well to like full meta and it's that whole banding right so it misses off the very first slice of like really cheap stuff and then it covers everything after that it's like if you're an intermediate Mm -hmm. person and you're running the fmj rounds so we were talking about 55a1 before and it's always slightly dangerous to move down from 55a1 because of that kind of 10 to 12 percent that we're talking about um but the uh, the the MP7 has got its own special ammo, right? The four point six by thirty HK, and and the FMJ rounds do forty pen, and they're really cheap. They're like two dollars twenty each or something. So was it like forty pen, forty forty pen, forty three damage? Yeah, basically forty five damage and forty three pen of MA fifty five A one. So it's it's very very close. It, yeah, there's three pen in it, which makes a difference against double five. Sure. Um, but but it pins class four, right? It does. It does. It pins class yeah. four pretty easily. Um, yeah. And then starts to have a little bit of an issue against level five, but it's got 150 more RPM than an M4. Yes. And um and and so it, like it shreds people in the head. Like you can get headshots with it much more easily. I one thing that's really interested me recently, and I'm, I might do some more investigation into this separately. But it's one of those topics that I've got like burning away in the back of my head. But is about mm. the um 
rate like rate of fire and its effect on things like horizontal recoil because i had this concept in my mind mm. of why i don't like the akm anymore that like that much and about how much it feels like it swings from side to side when you're firing it because horizontal mm. recoil is different to vertical recoil in every game right. and tarkov has a bit of a weird vertical recoil system but horizontal recoil this is a bit of a tangent actually so i'll, I'll try and skip over and be as quick as i can that's fine but horizontal recoil, right? So imagine that you had a gun that only fired like once every three seconds. The horizontal recoil would be really noticeable because yeah. every three seconds it fires. And because it, because of the you know the damage or whatever, it would compensate for that by having more recoil. And that's kind of like what the AKM is, right? So it's like there's more time to reset between each round. And so the recoil is, is mitigated in some way. But that's kind of more for vertical because vertical resets down, right? whereas horizontal is different horizontal is actually so okay let me let me kind of rephrase that so vertical recoil is asymmetric in that it always pushes up always whereas horizontal recoil can push either direction yeah so you can actually get to and this is why a lot of the guns in tarkov have like really really high horizontal recoils and even things like the vector which to be honest when i use it i'm like that doesn't feel like 200 horizontal this is crazy but it's because it can go this way and then straight back again because right? it can go either way and so if you yeah. had a gun with like you know one million rpm and you fired the entire like 60 round mag out of it you you would expect that it stays exactly in the same place because the chances are that 500 of the rounds will ver- will horizontal recoil one way and 500 of the rounds will horizo- horizontal recoil the other way and the gun actually will just not move at all and so i was like thinking conceptually about this as to why the mp7 feels so stable because the AKM and guns with the low low fire rate like that, they have a chance to bounce a lot more just because right. the shots are more spread apart. Whereas with with a vector or with the MP7, the shots are firing off so quickly it kind of like averages out a bit. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that when you have a higher fire rate, the initial burst on these guns goes away kind of in a Which set number of rounds. Yeah, and so if you can fire that first burst quicker than someone else you yeah. end up in that stable pattern in tar- and this is an yeah. EFT specific thing you end up in that stable pattern more quickly than another weapon and so even when firing the same recoil which i know is not necessarily comparable but i had an m4 that was kitted up to so when you like when you just like were in the in the uh, shooting range and you just held down mouse one it jumped to the same point in the ceiling i think it was the the point where the ceiling uh, connects to the back wall they would both jump mm-hmm. to the same point and then i tried firing them both on target and the mp7 just felt better it just felt better than the m4 yeah. and i kind of like had all these thoughts afterwards which i need to think a bit more about but it was super interesting anyway so i've been i've been using the the mp7 a lot and it has been really 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 good using it on factory a ton and it is it just absolutely shreds people like it's it's fantastic and to be honest with you like I, I don't think, other than a bit of like round velocity, I don't think it would even be that bad over long range. Not that, People just don't try it because I don't think it's really a thing that you would do. Like, why would you go and do that? But it loses like 200, um, 200 on, the, on the round speed. But I don't think over medium range it would actually be too, too bad, in, in all honesty. Yeah, I think the biggest issue is accuracy. The accuracy stat on it is not... Well, that's true, actually. It's not very good. Yeah, that's the, that's the hardest that's true. thing to overcome. That's true. But... To your point, if you can just hold a mouse one, <laughs> I mean, you're just going to send a range of bullets down. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's good. It's really good. And so it's lo- it's really nice for that intermediate kind of 
play because the fmj rounds are so yeah. cheap and this is this is the thing right like a lot of the rounds in, in eft are just so expensive like how much are the fmjs i'm sorry to cut you off yeah they're like they're like two dollars twenty or something wow, that's really cheap so that what's that like 280 rubles or something 260 yeah. rubles per, yeah. per round that's really which is cheap really good it's really really good it's kind of like on par with like 55 a1 from skier yeah because I can't remember what that is now. Is that like 300 or something? Because the, the uh, Peacekeeper About version is like yeah. really expensive. Oh, is it 400 now? I actually haven't used an M4 for well, no, it's, it's It's 300, but round up to 400. Okay, yeah, yeah, fine, fine. So like it's even cheaper than that. I mean, like 200 and something is like dirt, right? It's like dirt cheap mm-hmm. for, for rounds yeah. these days. Um, That's insane, actually. Because it's for all intents and purposes, it's basically m 8 55A1. Kind of, yeah. And like, and this is the thing about the, the 545 weapons, right? Is that BT is the dirt cheap bullet for that but that's like 37 pen which is actually yeah. which is actually worse than fmj worse. and fmj is 43 damage and 40 pen right get this this is the thing that blew my mind so so mp7 950 rpm fires fmj vector 950 rpm fires 7 and 31 7 and 31 has 39 pen fmj is more pen than 7 and 31 that is pretty crazy and it's Dirt cheap. <laughs> and it's like 10 times less expensive. Yeah. But 731 does have 52 damage, which can make the difference. You know? Yeah. Can make I mean, the difference, the... but I'm not sure if it's enough based on what yeah. we were talking about, you know? I think you get more for your money with the MP7. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But because like, the Vector is sort of that one where like everything's cranked up a bit, it's got the same RPM. The, yeah. the drum mag has, 50, has 10 more rounds in it. Right. You know, the, you get the a little ammo bit. is, you get a bit more damage from it. And the pen is like almost the same. Um, and you can get a, a recoil bit. down to like half. Yeah. Just a, yeah. Which for like the jump from like 20 to 40 is like, are we really noticing a difference here? You know what I mean? I feel like there is a threshold in recoil where it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, there, there is. That's just there me is. personally. There is. I mean, it is noticeable. I used a bit of the vector when I was doing the Punisher stuff. I didn't. I didn't use it in any runs because I wanted to make sure that I had the same ammo in my um, container and same mags, and I didn't have to swap anything. But I did do mm-hmm. some like other factory runs with the vector, and like it is, it is noticeably good to be to be running that. But like seven and thirty one is crazy, right? And 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 this is the thing, right? So we're talking about FMJ versus seven and thirty one, right? Now you can go and load the MP7 <laughs> up with APSX, right? Yeah. Which is the thing that I wanted to talk about. Now, when you load the the APSX into the F, into the MP7, mm-hmm. oh boy, it's a different ball game. That thing, it's just it just butterizes its PMCs. It's 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 yeah. insane. It's expensive ish, but it's only a thousand. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, correct me if I'm wrong, but is it not for all intents and purposes M995 and the MP7? Are they not like pretty much the same stats? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, basically. And M nine five is what, like fourteen dollars or something? Yeah. It's so M nine five is like one hundred and seventy. There's like seven. It's like yeah, seventeen hundred rubles around. One thousand seven hundred rubles around. This is a thousand. And fires out of the the MP seven. And look, it's it's fair enough, right? The M four also has that kind of situation where you can get it to silly recoil and, sure. and great ergo. And that's, and that's the thing, right? It's like, it's, sure. it's the potential of the M4 that means that it gets there, but taking a little bit of that potential away on the MP7 means that you get basically get something like if you're willing to go to 
85% or 90%. And you want to be running some of the best ammo in the entire game because the the um, APSX is by far the best SMG ammo. Like by a oh, long absolutely. way. By absolutely. a long way. It's it's crazy. And so what I was doing was um, doing the old rainbow mag. I actually bought loads of subsonic <laughs> before because um, I had like a soft spot for it, but I realized it was kind of trash. Yeah. So there was like no reason to do that. So I was like trying to you know run, run it out and like get rid of it. So I was doing like 10 subs 10 fmjs and then 10 ap's at the top and i was like running whole mags like this there's just like the rainbow rainbow mags and then with the 40s i'd do like 10 sub sonics at the bottom and then 20 fmjs and then mm-hmm. 10 apsx but i think like if you didn't have like a huge stack of subsonics to get through like i did um and most of them just like <laughs> most of most of that stuff just like got lost in raid when i died um but i'd rather that right than something else because like subsonics is even yeah. cheaper and it's 36 pen it's basically the same as bt right the subsonics is even cheaper and they give you a twenty-two percent recoil reduction, which that's. I want to ask you about that. Yeah. Do you feel like you notice that recoil reduction? No, I tested it, and it doesn't seem to work. Okay, I'm glad you said that <laughs> because I thought this could be great, but I tested it in the hideout. I didn't actually test it in a real raid. I tested it in the in the hideout in the yeah. shooting range, which I'm always a little cautious of. But it didn't seem to do anything. So I have a soft spot for a different caliber Which <laughs> ammo type, the US rounds. Oh my god, no, <laughs> not for the 7.62 AK. The, well, this, when I looked at it, I'm like, because I'm learning, I'm new to game, learn the game. I'm like, oh, this gives me 30% recoil reduction. This, hmm, this provides an interesting choice here. Do yes. I trade penetration and damage and muzzle velocity for recoil reduction so I, I, can, I can stay that. better on target? I can see that. And I tested it, and I can't, like, I, that was, like, one of the first videos I put out, you know? And I, I'm, and then I even, like, went further testing, and I tested other calibers that had increased recoil reduction, and I couldn't see a difference. Hmm, yeah. So I'm like, are those stats even, do they even exist? Like, that's, anyways, that's, that's a tangent, but I was really, I'm, I was really curious, because I remember you saying you liked Subsonic. Yeah. Because of recoil reduction, I was like, I wonder if it works on that gun, because I feel like, some calibers, it works. Like, I want to say a Golnik, I can fill it, but is it like um, a placebo effect? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, something I, psychological. I don't know because yeah, yeah. I, I did get, I did try, I did try it, and I, I couldn't tell because I estimated that so twenty percent recoil reduction is no joke, right? Yeah, and on um, or twenty two percent, sorry, and the base. So the way that you should calculate it is the way that you should calculate it for anything because it's like an extra attachment. So if it's got sixty sure. as base, and you take twenty two percent of that, that's thirteen, right? So rather than firing at whatever it was before, like fifty something, it should be firing at like close to forty, and that should really make a difference. It should be like the difference between firing the MP seven um, with no foregrip and the, the, just the base one versus um, one with the foregrip and the suppressor on the A two. Yeah. And it, as I said, it just didn't. It just didn't feel like that. I didn't extensively test it, but when I did it, I expected to see something, and it was this, like I didn't move my mouse and held the button down, and it went exactly to the same place. And it yeah, was, there was no different at all when I tried it. I was like, "Huh, interesting." Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Because one of those things, right? You look at it and you go, "Okay, well, I should run this," and then. You don't necessarily think like think about it because you're like, well, I expect it just to you know make it make my life easier. Um, 
and I think the reason the reason why I did that in the first place is because when I first started using the MP7, which was ages ago, actually when I last gave it a proper run out, I was struggling to shoot at people down the office corridor all the way to the end because uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's got like just too much recoil for me to be able to easily mm-hmm. spray somebody. Let's try this, and mm-hmm. it, I'm not sure. Did it feel better or not? I'm not really sure to be honest. But yeah, yeah, it seems like it, it doesn't work, which is a bit of a bit of a shame. So it, it really is. Yeah. So that that is aside, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, I, I mean, I feel like you would notice 20%, 22% is no joke, you know? Yeah. And like, I, even when I was testing the US rounds, 30, I mean, which is 30%. Yeah, 30%. And I was like, 30% on the AK too. That yes. is going to make I was a like, huge difference if it's doing it off base recoil. I, I built an AK that had 30%, like it was some wacky mod, like no stock. Like I had thirty percent worse recoil, you know, and I shot it. I'm like, okay, this is what thirty percent. Like I compared like the two, right? Mm. You know, one with like thirty percent recoil, one without thirty percent recoil. I'm like, okay, this is what I should expect. Now let me take two AKs that are the exact same stock, load one with US rounds and one with like some standard BT rounds, yeah, and nothing changed. And it's just like, man, that was like, it was. It I just man, it, it would just offer such a cool. I know it's like US rounds. Subsonic rounds, you know, the meta is all about pin. You know, people are be like, why would you ever use low pin rounds? But, you know, it's just the sentiment. Ah, anyways, moving on. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that with, with that said, I mean, I think what I would basically say is that either just run FMJ on its own, because I've actually done a decent amount of running FMJ by itself, and it, it shreds people. People are wearing class four, they yeah. die. FMJ is um, legit. You know, you stick a laser on the on the MP7 and um, and then just like aim at people's heads and they die. Like it, it shreds all the helmets, um, pretty much except the Altin. Maybe um, it might struggle a little bit with with the Altin, but I really didn't have m- many problems at all. Still, you're firing at like really high rate of fire. It fires so fast, yeah. like it's crazy. Like the the chance of it one of them depending is. Um, it's fairly it's fairly decent. And then yeah, if you want to if you want to spice it up, like because I you know running right. APSX exclusively is a very you know chatty thing to do and i don't think it's fully like i always top load my stuff like people in people in chat always give me uh, give me crap for being you know being such a budget lord and being so tight um which as i said right it's how you end up with a lot of money is is by not spending it right it's uh, you don't you don't end up with tons of cash by spending it all but mm-hmm. i will always do that because i think it makes the most sense i think the most the, the biggest ratio i would probably go is like 20 2020 i would say yeah like 2020 20, like 20 yeah. fmjs because things if you miss with your first 20 ap's you're probably kind of screwed anyway um, yeah <laughs> it's less like how often do you like completely empty a mag and like not hit them at all at first i don't it just seems quite seems quite like, yeah quite, no quite rare I, I agree with that yeah thought process and so also just because you can only buy so much um it's it's sort of prudent to to mix them anyway um mm. and so yeah with that i mean i was running tens at the top and having no issues. I don't think I had, I didn't have any problems where it was like, oh, I, I wish I had been running like 10 more because that guy would have died or, or whatever. It was like, dude's dead in like six shots, you know, like yeah. spray and oh yeah, they're dead. Or, you know, we both peak and I get like one tapped in the face through the face shield kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There was like no situation where I was like, oh, I really wish I had done X or Y or Z. And there were other people who came into chat as well. And they're like, oh, you, should, you know, maybe you should consider running more, more magazines or whatever. Um, 
but again like running factory just wasn't a problem so like if you're running another map then like maybe you need like one in the gun and like three outside i think but i was only running two outside and there's only one time where i actually had a 40 in my uh, gamma and um mm-hmm. i was i switched out one mag one time in the whole the whole series maybe two times um in the whole series because i was like running low so outside like three was three is fine like one in the gun and two outside is completely fine for factory and then maybe like you do four yeah. well you bring a stack of stack of rounds because like i had to like obviously super optimize it for for running those particular runs like no stacks of ammo don't even bother with splint you know because you're just going to be on painkillers literally the entire time so there's no need to mm-hmm. even bring a splint no you're not going to be stacking you know ammo back in the mags or anything so you just bring whole mags in your in your content all this kind of stuff so it was like optimized kind of gameplay which was i thought was quite fun um yeah but i think like going i'm probably going to continue using the mp7 a bit um we'll see maybe i'll move on to a different gun a little bit but uh for some other maps but i feel i still feel like i'd be so confident with it on like customs on maybe not on exchange because it's a bit long range but um you know reserve like there's a lot of maps i feel like I would be very happy to take the MP7 too, and um, yeah, and be yeah. You know, it's a really good gun. Yeah, just be like on par at at least with everybody else who's running stuff that's like you know three times the price. Yeah, uh, it's interesting too because, um, well, two things I want to say. One, back when they changed the thorax HP, um, yeah. from eighty to eighty-five. That got me really excited, so I immediately went to like the ammo charts. I'm like, okay, time to kill. Let's see what's going to change, you know? And if I remember correctly, the MP7 ammo got buffed as well, and it looked to me like they might have made a mistake because it was like, oh my god, this this gun is like... There was something weird where like the M855 or M995 got like nerfed, and then the AP rounds got buffed because of this thorax change. I can't remember the details, but um because last wipe that was my gun was the mp7 mm. i ran that non-stop and i remember i was like man this gun's just so good you know and then like now this swipe i see a ton of mp7s now yeah a ton of them that's um, super good the other good. thing is the punisher tourney uh the the one pestilly did on labs with the second mm. one yeah mp7 was really meta there yeah now i mean that's for a lot of reasons, you know, don't get me wrong, for, you know, economical reasons, like they had to buy, um, what, they only had traders, I want to say, available. Yes. So they had to get, like, the max from the traders, the ammo from the traders. It was, like, cheap ammo compared to, like, I, I don't even know if they had access to, like, good, good ammo for, like, M4s and stuff. But I think you saw, too, like, just how good the MP7 is yeah. in that <laughs> In that arena as well. I, I it's suspect that, kind of like that you might see it again. Range. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Like that close it's to medium probably range. Be... If people have access to AP, then they will do it because... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird, the Punishers, because it's kind of like you only have access to, as you say, the traders and what they have stock of, and you can't do any barters because you can't buy anything off the flea market uh, mm. to go and do those barter trades. So they're all kind of locked out. So you can only buy things for, for cash. Um, I don't know what they're going to get given as sort of starting in their stash. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. to see. And they said there's going to be a lot more money given to players this time, which should be mm. quite nice to see. So I think people will be a bit more flexible with with their kits and stuff. But yeah, look, you know, if people could buy APSX, it's um, it's it's really good. I mean, the one issue with it is it's only got 35 damage, and so right. it is conceivable that you hit someone in the head and don't kill them. That's another thing. I. I've shot an offline mode scabs in the head with the MP7 with mm-hmm. AP. 
and he didn't die. Yeah. I know the shot registered because I stood there and heard him like heavy breathing. Like he's dying. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So he had to have one HP. Yeah. I shot him in the leg and he dies instantly. And then just on a whim, I saw a Reddit post where they're like, Scavs have a, this was like discovered through, you know, doing some shady stuff with the game code, but they discovered that Scavs have like an RPG level associated with them and they have more HP to certain body parts. Like you could encounter a Scav that has really? 490 HP. I've never that's heard what, of that's, this. That's what Reddit said. I don't know. I don't know. But okay. it needs more I've definitely, you'll have to, maybe you can confirm, have you shot a scav in the head with a Yushanka hat? Because I don't know if the Yushanka had something to do with it. But he just tanked a headshot. And I know for sure I shot him in the head. Like I was How not, far away were you? Is the first really question. close. Really close. Like okay. So that's five meters. Key. Now, okay. So, and it was through, and it was through Yushanka, you say. Yes. Now they don't offline know. mode. Yeah. There's no way. That's now the like... weird thing about the Yushanka is that it doesn't have any armor, but, but it, it has does a durability, have a durability. <laughs> which is weird. Why now, does it have a durability? Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that there is some mitigation there, even though it doesn't actually have an armor class, right? Because we know that if uh, if something penetrates, right, then there's a there's a reduction. And yeah. with a zero armor class, maybe that's one. Yeah, maybe it's one. Maybe the minimum test durability reduction is one. And the APSX ammo does 35, which would mean yeah. that it would do precisely 34 damage to a scav wearing Yushanka. I don't know. That's all. That's the only thing that I can I think get, about it. But yeah, it's I a funny one. I want to get some people in the lobby, give them all Yushankas, and just boop, boop, And then boop, just bop them with AP. Yeah, I just want to <laughs> see what happens. So there's so many things That's I'd so love weird. to test. So many things, but yeah, yeah. 35, 35, uh, 35 damage is not is not that good, really. But you're not usually just going boop, with the MP7 with APSX, right? It's normally just full daka 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 daka, and because it butters straight <laughs> through the uh, yeah the armor, shreds. then it's um then it's pretty it's pretty good. And 35 is fine because, as we said, right. You can go all the way up to 45 damage and you're still unlikely to penetrate and kill somebody in two shots even if you're using um, like MA55 A1 or, or, or something like that um, outside of like fragmentation chance or anything. So 35 is fine because 35 times 3 is 105 which is perfectly perfectly adequate mm -hmm. to, to mm -hmm. kill somebody in three hits. And so again about the break points right if it took it down to 4 that might be an annoying problem, but because it's it's enough to to deal with it in three shots, like almost every other round, then it's fine. It's it's completely okay. Yeah, and I think to your here you read you know inquiring about the battle buddy combat simulator. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like fairly certain that AP is just the flat out best TTK slash. Um, shots to kill. Um, maybe not. Maybe not M sixty one. M sixty one might have an edge. I don't know. I had to see about that. I mean, but as far as like, mental. yeah, as far as like, uh, what is it? M nine nine five or eight or M eight? M five five A one. M nine nine five. Yeah, it beats it. So a really good round. Buy an MP7. It is. It's really also good. by the MCX. 
I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm, that the two shot to kill thing on level four, I would say, mm-hmm. and then level, level four, five. level five, I think. Yeah, so level five is what like M855 one is like four to five hits, whereas mm, AP, yeah, I think it's three. AP blackout is like three hits. Yeah, Rather and then when it, when you go to six, they pretty much the gap gets too wide for it to. Or the gap gets. Do so they all take like six hits or something? Yeah, yeah. So that's like the that. beauty. Actually, that was that's the beauty of those those other bigger rounds. In some ways, if you're playing against you know full meta people, that's what M61's amazing for because it's just like mm, two tap anything doesn't matter. No, yeah, doesn't matter. And that was kind of the same experience as I had using the SVD on Factory for Punisher, and I was like yeah. fighting against some guy, and I was using SMB, and it's just like two tap the hex, no problem. Bam, bam. Yeah, it doesn't go. matter what you're wearing. Doesn't matter At what you're wearing. You'd be better off wearing no armor, you know? It's weird. <laughs> well, from yeah, economically you may as well. But yeah, um, even yeah. But yeah, it's cool. uh it's it's good. It's good. Use the MP7. I might try the MPX out. I'm excited to see the video. Yeah. Coming out Saturday, yeah? Yep. It's gonna be coming out uh coming out tomorrow as usual. Um it'll be midday here, which god knows what time that is in the US anymore. Um <laughs> 8 a.m. I suppose. Uh, cool. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then I'll be on streaming. I'm trying to decide what to do because I've not been doing any questing at all mm. past like three weeks. So I kind of gave up. And I think I might. I don't know. I might like. I've sort of decided that I'm giving up on 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 Kappa. I think I said this last week. Yeah. Uh, I kind of decided I was giving up on it. So we'll we'll have to see. I want to do something interesting. I might try and do interchange and do some like killer stuff and play with M61 and that kind of thing. I think M61 is a good round for interchange because of the distances. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I I think it's good, but I'm expecting to get tapped a lot. So we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Cool. Um, Anything else? Any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. What else? Was there anything else that I had? written down that i've ended up like talking about all of this stuff for such a long time that i didn't even refer to any of my notes at all (laughs) which is good yeah i guess it's good um no i think that's good i think i think uh, i think that's about it to be honest i think we're good covered everything i I wanted to say um anything else we can put into another time it's either it's a completely separate topic too big to start getting into now um or i've covered it so i think i'm happy Cool. Well, that wraps it up. Um, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Um, please, 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 audio listeners, if we would love to hear from you guys. Um, I'm really curious if you guys have any topics, anything on nature. So shoot us a message and follow us on Twitter. Um, other than that, have a great day, and we'll see you in Tarkov. Catch you later.